Welcome back to Dynasty Trades HQ, episode 173. I'm here with my partner, Jeremy Browen. What up? Uh, Michael Sipes. Michael. Mike, Michael, we're doing a show. Mike, Michael, stop wandering. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, Michael's, Michael's sundowning. Um, he just went for a walk <laughs> in the middle of the show. Look, if anyone sees a short old man on the side of the highway... <laughs> Please pull over and bring him back to us. Um, unfortunately, Pop Pop's not here this week, um, so we're going to try to let see what happens when I host the show um, and you edit. So I'm expecting wonderful, wonderful <laughs> things from us. All right, let's just get into it. We got uh, news. I, I got news at least from Thrive we Fantasy. Do. Yeah, well, to me it is. Um, use your promo code Dynasty. HQ when you sign up today and you will receive an instant deposit match up to $50 on your first deposit of $20 or more. Go to thrivefantasy.com. Use Dynasty HQ. Great deal. Yeah, it's a good deal. It is a good deal. So I thought this was interesting. Um, you know, I was I was just reading today because I like to read. It's good for your brain. Um, Jordan Howard, you know, he, he resigned with the Eagles. Do, do you know how much his uh, contract guaranteed for? I didn't see it. Zero. Is it? Zero dollars. <laughs> Zero guarantee. Wow. Yeah. So uh anyone that's worried about Jordan Howard being any kind of an impediment impediment? Impediment to impediment, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miles Sanders is uh your boy, yeah. Don't worry about it. He might not even make the uh make the team. He's actually on one of those uh val- veteran salary benefit deals where he signed mm-hmm. for nine hundred and eighty thousand, but if he actually makes the team, he his cap hit won't even match that. So, yeah. hey, as good a, deal though. Yeah, and as a, as a third running back, you know that's fine. That's fine. That's probably cheaper than what you would pay a rookie. Um, I don't feel. Yeah, like right. They know what they're up. getting from him for sure. Yeah, he, he makes a good backup. But yeah, people that are worried, I think they're crazy. Um, no, no need to worry about Miles Sanders. Um, you know, this year I don't know that there ever really was a, a need to worry too much. Um, but there's it's one of the better situations in the NFL now, I think, because of the kind of guys they have behind them. They're not going to draft a back high or anything like that. There's literally zero to worry about. Yeah, you know, interestingly enough, where they're at in the draft too, um, yeah, doesn't doesn't lend itself to them drafting an offensive player. Because if they right. wanted to draft an offensive skill player, you, you would assume you'd stay at six, where you basically have a choice of Chase, Pitts, Devontae Smith, if that's your flavor of the, you know. Um, so that with them trading back to 12, it almost screams to me that they're going defense because they can still get one of the top two cornerbacks there. Yeah, and they need some help on defense. I mean, other than a receiver that they keep going for every year, I, I don't see them going for an offensive player, not not a skill position player, unless it's later in the draft. I think you're right, and they need to shore up their defense, man. Yeah, so uh, I think Jalen Rager um, – I think Jalen Rager still by for me. Um, I, haven't looked Same. At, I haven't looked at his ADP in a while, but uh, – not good. I mean, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. it's pretty low. Cost hasn't been high on him either. Like it's definitely if you be- if you believe in Jalen Rager, you want to buy low and and try to reap the benefits. It's a good time because I, I haven't seen him sold high in the leagues that I'm in. Uh, I've seen a couple trades recently, and um, you know, I'm a buyer for sure. I still believe in that kid. I just yeah, I hope the Eagles, the rest of their offense, they like, you know what I mean? You know, as a fan, like get get it going, like get the quarterback thing figured out, get things moving, like get some consistency because Rager's the least of their problems. 
Yeah, I think I, I'm feeling pretty good about uh, Rager's chances. He, he had a terrible year last year. He's the wide receiver 45 right now. He's going behind. Uh, Nowhere to go but up, right? <laughs> yeah, he's going behind Terrace Marshall, Michael Pittman, Curtis Samuel, uh, Adam Thielen, Rondell Moore. A bunch of the rookies are already ahead of him. I mean, and just looking at some of the other positions, I mean, Chase Edmonds is going ahead of him. Uh, yeah, no. no. No, uh, Chase okay. Edmonds. I sold him high. I don't know if you saw in Kitchen Sink Edmonds. Um, I didn't sell him, but he was he was my restricted free agent. And I saw how much our buddy Hoagie Superflex dude paid for him, and I I thought about well, I need some more rookie cash. If I don't pay or match on him, which was like two hundred plus bucks, I think, and and I don't pay the tax, I'm gonna get my rookie stipend back or whatever my rookie money from Hogue for for giving him the player, and then and, and then the extra you know money that he sends me, I'm like, you know what, <laughs> what I'm getting in return is bo- worth more to me than Edmonds, and look what they do, they go out, they get James Conner, situations kind of you know unsettled there, they're um, you know, I mean. Edmonds is going to get some passing action love, no doubt, but I didn't think he was worth the cost that was paid. No way. No. And, you know, I know people are James Conner. Some people aren't that concerned about him. You know, we talked about it in uh, the patron chat, crew chat, go, go become a patron. Cause we talk about things in there. Um, yeah. You know, he's only signed for, I think like 1.6 for one year. The thing is, if Conner can be healthy, that's going to be his, he's going to be the horse there. I mean, I hate using animal terminology. He's going to be the, the bell cow. So I just used yeah. another animal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go from one to the other horses, cows, whatever, man, a beast. Oh, yeah. sorry. We we've seen James Connor and yeah, it's been a couple of years. We've seen what he can do um, in a full-time role. And I, I don't think the Cardinals want Edmonds in a full-time role. Like right. I think they've shown us that right. When, Seems seems to they seem to have done so, yeah. Because Connor, I mean, he's good. Short yardage, you know, goal line, the one year deal. Like, why not use him in that fashion that he's been used as he's been used in the past, and and save Edmonds more for the passing down work. It makes sense. It it seems to it seems to add up, right? And I saw a statistic out there too, or somebody, um, you know, trying to figure out the splits, how it would work out, and and they. I can't remember who it was, but I respect this person. I, I should pull it up, but if I can right now, I will, so I can tell you who it was. But they they showed the splits, and, it, and they they were of the opinion that you know third down goal. I mean, not third down, but like short yardage goal line. Like he was like Connor was going to be the guy for that, and they were going to use Edmonds, you know, as a regular part of their offense in the passing game. But that would obviously vulture a lot of potential touchdowns from Chase Edmonds right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, I don't think Chase Edmonds is the guy you want uh, sticking his nose out there. Uh... Uh, in the goal, end zone when you goal line when you've got James Conner, but I could be wrong. Um, either way, I'm not a big. I, I like Edmonds. You know what I mean. I think he's fine yeah. as your fourth running back. If you're counting on him for anything more than that, well, you're out of luck. Hey, yeah. but you know what? What's that, buddy? Trade alert! Another one. Make this today. One. Hey. So I made this one. While I was out on my walk, um, going from my walk, uh, <laughs> my walk, uh, and we made this trade in the HQ three, HQ three. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm in that. Yeah, yeah, we're all in it. We're in all the HQ leagues. Somehow we made it the cut for all those leagues. <laughs> the, the listeners let mm-hmm. us in the listener league. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't gotten kicked out of any of those leagues yet. HQ six, <laughs> the newest one that's going to start, uh, as far as I know. 
sure i guess we'll both make the cut there hopefully we, we better we should have yeah we should have two of the teams in that that's going to be awesome contracts league looking forward to that buddy so hq3 uh a little weak at quarterback uh so i made a move uh trade with our buddy andrew hall at andrew hall ff andrew uh, so I, I did give up a bit you know i gave up uh calvin ridley chase claypool chase edmonds and Drew Locke, and return I got Lamar Jackson and uh, Giovanni Bernard because he just wanted to put something on the other side. Yeah, yeah, even it out. So you gave up Locke, Edmonds, Claypool, and Ridley, but you got back Lamar Jackson and and Giovanni. I, you, here, here's the thing: you basically got the only quarterback in the equation that has a job. I mean, Drew Locke has a job, but I mean, almost everybody thinks that his job is just the days are numbered, right? And even if he kept it. I mean, you clearly got a great quarterback, what, top three, top five guy in fantasy regardless, and you gave up Claypool and Ridley. That's how I see it. Like, I, yeah, you to me, sorry, Andrew, but Shane wins this trade just because of the caliber of quarterback that you got in our super flex league. Um, Edmonds is easily replaceable. I don't know if Claypool's ever going to catch that many touchdowns for the rest of his career. I'm kidding. He, he That's a good piece to have for sure. And so Ridley and Claypool for Jackson and Drew Locke, is probably going to be a backup quarterback really soon. Yeah, and you know, look, I like Ridley, I like Claypool a lot, like both of them a lot. But sure, what my, what my quarterback situation being Matt Stafford and Drew Locke in a super flex start eleven, I, I wasn't feeling great about my quarterback situation. Um, feel a little better with Matt Stafford and Lamar Jackson as opposed to Matt Stafford and Drew Locke. A lot better with yeah. Stafford where he's at now, what he's done before in Detroit. I mean, I think that's great. I mean, you you may have just made yourself a contender. I don't think people appreciate getting a top. You didn't just get a quarterback. You got one of the best fantasy scoring quarterbacks, potentially scoring quarterbacks, right? So, like, the, I mean, you know, you, you gave up a couple of pieces that you admire, but what's the easiest, the easiest position to replace right now on your roster? Not wide receiver. Right. Clearly. Um, and you know, you can't start all the guys you have a lot of times. So I, I think that, yeah, it was a smart move for you. I'm, you know, honestly surprised you didn't have to give up more. Um, in some ways I've seen people just, you know, really gouge you for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You know, I, I know people are down on Lamar cause he had a terrible year last year. What did he finish as the QB? 10 wasn't great yeah i mean yeah it wasn't great compared to the year before but still a top you know he was a quarterback one easily still even in a bad year i get it yeah that's funny man i mean you know what i had what it took for me to get him after that great season baker mayfield and um dwayne haskins i think some other pieces changed hands too in the league you're in with me um but i I had to give give up multiple quarterbacks to get one quarterback and then some other pieces as well and i'm happy with the move because now i'm coupling uh lamar jackson with um our boy out in san diego so herbert and jackson's a good combo for me justin herbert yeah Yeah, he's he's pretty good um pretty good yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to look up the fantasy pro scoring if I could ever find it. Do, 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 do quarterback scoring last year. He finished the year as QB 10. Um, mm-hmm, and what's mm-hmm. a down year, probably? So, yeah, I'm feeling pretty may never see. Yeah, may never see as bad of a year from him. I mean, the Ravens are, are revamping, re, retooling. They already brought in some wide receiver weapons, right? They're. They've made some moves to fix that team. I, they don't. They don't stay down for long. The Ravens. They're. They're always competitive. Um, they're going to go back to square one. And I mean, last year was an anomaly across the board. So many things went wrong. 
um, I, you almost have to grade on a curve when it comes to the 2020 season and, and just get the best players you can get, which you did. Now, for what it's worth, um, and it's an 11, it's a start 11 roster. So let's just put that out there. So uh, Andrew picked up one, two, at least three starters, guys he could put into his lineup. And Twitter likes to trade for him a lot um, right now, 238 votes down. He's up uh, about 59%. Let's round uh, 58% to 42%. I mean, that's fairly close. You know, you, you. I get it. Twitter, we, we rely on them a bit to give us the uh, feedback on these, but yeah, he's got three starters and probably plugging all, all three of them in on his team. So he definitely helped himself there. Yeah. Yep. And, and, you know, you're going to have to find guys for those same 11 spots, but Lamar Jackson, just, um, I don't know, major team, a hundred percent better. Yeah. And we'll see. I mean, look, Drew Locke, he's apparently going to get another year there. Maybe, I guess. I don't know. I mean, the Broncos draft, it's falling for them that they might be able to end up getting a quarterback without even moving up. Dude, you uh, hate to say that teams have to get a quarterback and, and, and it gets old after a while, but honestly, what are they, what are they missing on offense quarterback? I mean, they, they, they have everything else. They've had a lot of great pieces. They have two tight ends. Most teams would love to have one of, uh, you know, all the wide receivers. I mean, they have everything in place lock, you know, I mean, they could be competitive with him. I, I think a bit competitive, but just I don't know. Strike. He's such a, a loose cannon and uh, erratic. Like they definitely need to get a franchise kind of guy, and they have the ammunition to do it. They don't really need to get another position, draft a, another position high. And if they can get a quarterback somehow, either trade up or get the guy that a guy that they could. Put, who are they going to get at their spot? That's well, better than Drew Locke. I mean, honestly, I don't I don't believe that some of these quarterbacks are ready to play, let alone going to be good down the line. Well, let's see. We got Trevor Lawrence, right? And then we have won't be there. Zach Wilson off the board. Probably. Uh, what do you call that guy? Uh, Justin, Justin Fields. Field. Better be Tra- off the board. Yeah. <laughs> Trey Lance. Could be, yeah. Off the board. And then uh, who am I forgetting? The McCorkle. Mac Jones. McCorkle. Right. <laughs> Matt Jones. Yeah. Mac. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. I call him Matt. Matt Mac Jones, the, you know, the Alabama quarterback. You didn't forget. You, we just drafted him in a league. Um. Yeah, Mac. And, and I don't love Mac Jones. And I don't think I doubt Denver does either. I, I don't know, man. You know, honestly, it'd be I'd love to see Justin Fields anywhere where that you could plug him in and there's a good offense around him for sure. So that would be a great landing spot fantasy wise for us and for the Broncos, I think. But I, I think they'd have to move up to get Fields. I'm almost positive they do. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Fields had his pro his second pro day yesterday, today. I, I forget one of those days. Yeah. Um, and apparently Kyle Shanahan was slobbering all over him. Um, so maybe all that Zach Wilson talk was just a little bit of a, just a little bit of a. And the Mac know. Jones. Nobody knows. I mean, those guys say that, and I, I think I don't think anybody plays poker better than these coaches do right and they're not going to tell people who they're going to pick um honestly i think justin field if trevor lawrence wasn't in this draft justin fields would be the 101 there's no doubt um in fact i don't i think he might end up being the better um the better pro or the better fantasy guy down the line we'll see but you don't i just don't think you trade up for the players that are being rumored to go to san francisco i i don't see it i think if you if the move is if you trade up to that spot you're hoping justin fields or maybe wilson is there for you but it's it's crazy to think that Shanahan would would make a a really stupid move for a, a quarterback that's not ready to you know become their franchise player at three. 
So I read a, a, a fun, uh, I was reading fantasy points today and uh, Wes Huber did his, uh, his rookie profile on uh, Zach Wilson. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin it for people, but if you're a, uh, a Jets fan, uh, based off that reading, I would say you should probably hope that they aren't trying to draft Zach Wilson. Right. They're just, they're just trying to confuse you. Um, Cause exactly. doesn't sound good. doesn't sound good. They ought I to mean, draft fields. Yeah. I mean, but they won't apparently because they're the jets. Um, jets are going like, to jet. Jets are going to jet. They're going to do bad things. And you know, what's interesting is, um, you know, we've done at least we've done one rookie draft together, right? Yes. I've DFB. done, I've done two more. And uh, I just want to take a look to see, you know, all, all this talk we had about Justin Fields dropping. Um, Whatever. Was it really like, is it a straw man argument? Is he even dropping in the drafts? And I figure, you look, three drafts, it's not a lot to go on, right? But it's just the only three drafts I did. So that nothing I can tell you about. I mean, I think you can, you can, I think, I think you can have your finger on the pulse of things from those three drafts, you know, recent drafts. Sure. Honestly, really. We got in the DFB, uh, Fields went off the board at 104. Yep. In, Let's see what league is this? Ming Dynasty. Uh, Fields went off the board at 104. Superflex leagues, obviously, all of these. And then in back in the USSR, uh, I actually took him at 102. Now there you go. You you did a great job at, at taking him at 102. And we should say the the when he went at 104 in the first draft you mentioned, which is the Dude Fantasy Bro Scott Barrett's Invitational. Um, the DFB Invitational, we saw a crazy shakeup at the top of the draft that unprecedented, right? Who was taken at 101? Again, refresh my memory. Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Kyle Pitts went before Trevor Lawrence. So you, in most places, that would probably mean, you know, Justin Fields would have gone at 103 and then Pitts, you know, four or five. Typically, I've seen, the, you know, some of the leagues I've seen their drafts and that would be more. So, you know, he went at two, three, and four. In most places, but two, four, and four still the average, you know, that's pretty good. Like yeah, 3.5-ish. So he's not tumbling if there's anyone no. hoping that he's going to tumble to you at like six. Um, no. You, you could get Trey Lance at six. I've seen Trey Lance go off the board at six and seven, which is a little low to me. I'll take Lance over Wilson, and I'll take him over Mac Jones because I'm yeah. not – I'm going to Mac Jones in the end of the first rounds. I'm not taking Mac Jones in the beginning of the first rounds. You can't make me. I agree with you, buddy. I agree with you. Um, Trey Lance, I think, is um, a high ceiling guy. And if you're if you're thinking fantasy football and what his potential would be as a quarterback with the mobility and and all that, yeah, he's a year behind the seasoning of Justin Fields, who's a year behind Trevor Lawrence. I'm talking in starter snaps. Right. You know, really, Trey Lance needed to get more reps, but 2020 happened and. It didn't. It didn't shake out for him. But you know, I think it'd be a different story if he had played, you know, a whole season instead of that one exhibition type game. That dude is definitely, well, clearly to me, a better prospect than Mac, either Mac Jones or even um, Zach Wilson. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I mean, part of it is that he's got the rushing upside. Um, Zach Wilson can can run. Um, apparently, he's a little reckless when he runs. Um, he runs like he's built like a, a bigger guy and he's not, he runs like a guy that's built like Trey Lance, Trey yeah, Lance. Wilson's is, little man. He is, I mean, he's not a big guy. Yeah. He's not, he's not built like uh Trey Lance. Trey Lance is built like a tank. Um, 
And Trey Lance, he's not going to be 21 until May. So, I mean, he'll be 21 his entire rookie season. I don't care if he's sitting on the bench the entire year or if he's starting, whatever. It sounds like he's not going to go to the Jets, so we don't have to worry about that, right? The incompetence of the Jets. Right. Um, um, so, I, yeah, I, I like Lance a lot. Um, yeah. I, I tried to trade up uh, earlier today in one of my drafts to get to him, and uh, I just couldn't couldn't pull it off. Um, and it was a little sad and depressing. I'm not going to lie. I think that's <laughs> – I bet. Yeah, that's a smart move to make, honestly. I, you're banking on a guy's upside. That's that's one to go for. Um, and, and, you know, I look at things, too, like the guys that can make certain things look easy. And both Fields and Lance do some things that, like, an, another quarterback would look like he just made the greatest play of his freaking life. And they do it multiple times in, you know, games. They, they're clearly, you know, more talented guys. Now, will they get to the point where they're, you know, superstars in the NFL and we want to draft them like we do Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes? I mean, I like to think so. But I'm, I'm certainly betting on them, the two that we've been talking about, for sure. It's because I play fantasy football and I'm looking for those, any kind of edge I can get. Yeah, and to me that that's what doesn't make sense, right? We're 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 banking on upside, right? Because every player has the same floor, zero, right? They all have that floor. In that, theory, that yeah, happen, right. Yeah, Zach Wilson and Trey Lance probably probably have the same chance of busting, I guess, right? But if we're looking at their upside, who's got the higher upside? You know, Zach Wilson again hasn't he 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 he's never played against good defenses. When he did, he's played like two or three games against uh, power five defenses, and he's yeah, he had one good season. He he broke out. Yeah. You know, he wasn't even a starter. I mean, he he finally got the role, and and not not to take anything away from him, he looked really good doing it. Right. But I, it's not a guy that I want to trade up to. You know, three to draft. It's not a guy I want to take at two. I mean, there yeah. are honestly there are so many great players in the first round of this draft outside the quarterback position. Why why Wilson like? You know, I mean, is this, it could be another Trubisky, man. I mean, I don't know, but we've seen that kind of stuff happen before. That's I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm 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 pretty much uh, that Mitchell Trubisky, Daniel Jones. Like he feels like Zach Wilson to me. That's what Zach Wilson feels yeah. like to me. Drew Locke, like I know Drew Locke went much later than those guys, but they all kind of feel like the same dude to me. That were it's funny. We're well in the bank. Well, some people are well in the bank on you know them like oh well you know they had one year but but they got a lot of upside when there's a guy like trey lance yeah he only had one year but he's still only 21 and like i said the rushing upside so much better he also outweighs uh zach wilson by about 10 pounds um yeah, yeah, I mean, that's not tremendous, but just the, what he brings to the table for sure. Now, he needs some seasoning. He's he's not a guy. He's more of a project guy. Like, he he's not somebody that you want starting in year one. So the team that drafts him has probably got to have that in, in mind. And he's not the only quarterback in this class like that. But, I mean, I'm saying he just didn't play enough in college to just jump out on, you know, the NFL field week one of 2021 season. Now, the other thing I've noticed during rookie drafts is um, I hate this class. Um, I don't I don't like this class a lot. Um, yeah, I've and- heard that from other people, too, man. <laughs> They're kind of disappointed in it. I, you know, I think it's OK to like the two, three. Um, I as long as I have a pick, maybe even to the two, five, I feel like I'm going to get a great player. But but I'm with you, man. It, it's 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 thinner than than I remember feeling in past drafts when I I felt like at the end of the second I could sneak in and get a guy that I really you know really sought and and was falling but I don't get that same vibe this year so where how deep do you think it is for guys uh, to pay f- that you'd be willing to pay for how shallow well, 
108 after Travis Etienne at Etienne, who I can't pronounce his name correctly. I um, never do either. Yeah. I, I say Etienne, but I'm sure that's wrong. Yeah. After Travis Etienne or Etienne Et, I'm just calling him Et from now on. That's his new nickname. Travis um, Et. Yeah. Like after it. Et, uh, I don't care who I get, and that doesn't mean that I don't like any of those players. Like you know, don't get it confused. It's not that I dislike Rondell Moore, Rashad Bateman. Um, Terrence, Terrace Marshall, uh, you know what I mean? Amon Ross, St. Brown, Seth Williams. Seth Williams is a guy I'm actually targeting in the second yeah, round. Yeah, no, you, like, you like Seth Williams, and, and I'm not a big fan of Amon Ross, St. Brown, but you did mention Terrace Marshall, and I, I think yeah. it's odd. He's he's fallen in some of these drafts, the one that we were in and, and others that I've seen. He's fallen, and I, I like that because that's a guy I'm going to try to get because he, he's his draft stock seems low, but we'll have to see where his landing spot is too. The drafts we do after the NFL draft will change, but I think he's like a steal right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just that the wide receivers to me all feel like, you know, and I should I should probably change that. Like I do care if I get Bateman or Rondell more, more than I get those other guys. They're, they're obviously, to me at least, they're a tier above the next group of wide receivers who are pretty much, even if the play style is different, they're all the same guy. Like, you know, I'm okay if I get Tylen Wallace. I'm okay if I get. Yep. Yep. I, I mean, Dwayne Eskridge. I don't know. I guess. I mean, you know, Jalen Waddle, Devonte Smith. Obviously, yeah. I'm a little higher than them. I, I guess yeah, I should. Devonte Smith is like one of those guys. As soon as you draft him, like I said before, like as soon as you draft him, he's more valuable than where you just picked him. Pro- probably because he's fallen in drafts to like the end of the first I've seen, and I don't know if that's going to be the case and hold true like for the other players. It, it, but now that he is, and you can turn that into something else, or you know trade that pick for to somebody who's going to pay more than you're willing to pay for for Devonta Smith. But I, I get you like some of the players you're mentioning. It's and I don't really want Eskridge. Could he become a good pro? I guess it depends on where he goes. Tylen Wallace is a great outside receiver, but it depends on where he gets drafted. If he doesn't get drafted high and he doesn't go to a you know, a certain position, like how are you willing to pay a high price for that? You kind of have to wait to see where he goes. It's too early to draft him. Now, Devonte Smith, um, we, you know, we did the industry mock last week. You, you might've been there. Um, <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember Matthew Barry picking on us. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got him at the one twelve. Um, now that's ridiculous. I mean, you, you have yeah. to smash it there. Um, if Rondell Moore or Rashad Bateman or Devontae Smith are available at that spot, I, I might trade up. So I should probably correct myself. I, I would probably trade back into the first, depending on what I had to pay, obviously, if yeah, to man. try to grab one of those three. Yeah, I think there's a solid 12 players for I mean, and I looked at I just looked at the top um well. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. The, the top 18 players in a mock draft we did, like the, you know, uh, Scott and Katie and uh, Matt Walker, we did on the off the rails. But this was back, this was a month ago. The, the, we did, you know, the first two rounds and, you know, through pick 206, which in this draft was Elijah Moore, but before him, Pat Fryer moved, Terrace Marshall, Mac Jones, Brevin Jordan, Jalen Waddle. Devonta Smith went 12 there too. Javante Williams, Rondale Moore, Bateman, and all the way up through the running backs and quarterbacks. I mean, you know, honestly, I, I'm fine to there, but I don't really want a late second unless I didn't pay much for it. I mean, I you know, Michael Carter, um, there's Tylen Wallace. I like those two players, um, and I really like Chuba Hubbard, but, you know, 
Amon Ross St. Brown, Jermar Jefferson, Kenny Gainwell, even though those guys will go in the second. I don't think I don't think they will um, when when we have our real I say real after the NFL draft picks. But you're right. There's just like a precipitous like certainly in the middle of the second, there's a drop maybe before the middle of the second. And I know you've been into these um, tier breaks. Where where do you see the tiers in this in this draft? Where you know you're willing to pay a certain price for a range of picks? Let's say where do where do you see the cutoffs? Where are you willing to? When you said you're willing to get back into the first, where and how much? Where are you mm-hmm. thinking the middle? Uh, the the not the last quarter of it. You know the last three picks. Yeah, I mean, if I guess if Devonte Smith is still on the board, just sitting there. Mm-hmm. I, I might try to move up to grab him at 111, 112. Obviously, and I, I, I don't like Zach Wilson all that much or Mac Jones, but if they're sitting there at 110, 111, mm-hmm. um, which is ridiculous in a super flex draft. I don't, again, I don't like either of these guys in the first half of the, the round, but if they're falling after that, right? You know, after Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Najee Harris, and Etienne, Etienne, and if they're still sitting there, I mean, you almost have to draft them. You all have, have to trade up and get those guys. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and yeah, that'd be the place to get in. And if you have a good roster, I mean, I'm fine giving up a 2020, 2022 first for, for, to move back up for those guys. Oh, for sure. Cause I'm I, assuming, I mean, yeah, you know that I'm going to, I'm going to give the 2022 first away. If somebody doesn't, if somebody wants to trade out, I'll be, I'll throw that at them because money in hand now is better, I think. And um, I want to get a play. You're, you're going, obviously you're going to be trading in to get a player you really want anyway. I mean, look at how low Waddle went to us in the DFB. I mean, right now his stock is down. You know why? He's not a, there's nothing wrong. You know, he's banged up last year. I mean, the dude is, um, why, why did you want to take him? I know the words you're going to use. Waddle? Waddle? Yeah. Explosive. Explosive, right. Yeah. Certainly going to be worth more than the pick we paid. More than likely, unless he were to injure himself or have this lingering injury. Positive, we 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 profit even if we just trade him after the NFL draft. He's a potential first round draft pick. I mean, as you're as what he is in our league for us, he's like our wide receiver seven. It's true, um, we dude. We have like four wide receiver ones at least, like really in points four. Yeah, I'm I'm good with Waddle. Um, for a team like that, like we don't do we ever need to start him? Probably not. Will we start him on bye weeks? I'm sure. Yeah. And if he proves that he's going to get, you know, consistent looks. I mean, he was smashing the beginning of the year. He was out playing Devontae Smith. Um, you know, oh, yeah. He was the guy that people talked year. about. Maybe maybe this guy could get the Heisman at some point in his, you know, career. And right. and, I, and, and, and he's still that same guy. He really yeah. is. He's still the same wide receiver. He's not an old player. But, yeah, he's sitting on a bench with Brian Edwards, right? Guys, we don't need to start. We could trade him. I mean, when you have A.J. Brown, Mike Ed- Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, and Michael Thomas in front of you, you're probably going to ride the bench until, you know, your second season. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, look, I, what's insane is so he played six games last year. He had uh, 591 receiving yards. He played 13 games um, the year before. Um, and only had 560 yards. So yeah, he was definitely on his way to smash for the year. And obviously that would have affected Devontae Smith's numbers. There's, I can't imagine that he goes for 1700 and whatever he did last year, if Waddle's on the field with him all year. And again, that's not to knock Smith. I mean, he did it right. He, he, he did what he should have done. He went out there and he did what you want to see. Like you want to see a guy step up 
when uh, you know he's put in that situation, and that, that's what he did. Dude, Waddle though, you know, doing the hundred yards and all the all the work he put in in that offense with so many options, you know, standing out still, even in the, you know the shadow a bit last season of De- Devonta Smith having that career season that well record setting great incredible season, uh, still still stood out. So yeah, I mean, it's just I I think. It's not as good of a class as we have debated about in the past, but you know I'm not unhappy that I can get a guy you know 205 still or trade into the bottom of the first and get a player that's you know and probably an incredible guy to bet on a great player nonetheless. But but I feel you, man. It, it just drops off. It gets a little disappointing. Yeah, and there's not going to be a lot of me going. Oh, I got to get up. I got to move up and get this guy. Like if I'm at the 206, I have literally no reason to move to the 202 at that point. It's mm-hmm. all the same guy. You know what I mean? Again, if if Devontae Smith or a quarterback is falling at, you know, 109, 110, well, then maybe I'll try to move up there. But anything in the second round, like it literally there's no reason for me to move up. I just I don't feel there's any reason to move up when. And again, it's not that I dislike any of these players. It's just it stagnates. It gets kind of like watered down right there at that point. And you're 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 good with a pick later in the round and a guy that's a yeah. Right. Same, same. Like you're, you're, nothing to get terribly excited about. I get that. So you really want to probably make that move into the first round at, at least. Oh, and just, just so you know, Jalen Waddle's uh, uh, market share of receiving yards in college, not great. He he didn't hit line in any year. Um, I, I don't know how much that matters to people. Obviously, it matters because – you want to see them hit a certain threshold um, to yeah. be a successful wide receiver in the NFL. It feels like he would have done it this year. Um, again, it would have been a, an older breakout, but could have seen it happening, but either way he was injured. So he wasn't able to do it, but yeah, end of the first round somewhere in the second round, I'm fine with uh, grabbing him. But again, if, if, if he's on the board, they're just, the similarities, not in the play styles, but who the I think these guys could be in the league, um, right. just makes it so that there's no reason to trade up. And I'm certainly not trading future capital to trade up a few picks in in this in this draft. Well, have you traded away any draft picks, or have you traded for them? I know a lot of a lot of years you're the guy collecting the picks going into the draft, and not so much this year, or. Well, yeah, but the high-end picks, the 101s, 102s, because, you know, I, I, right. I got a hard-on for Justin Fields, and I'm trying to collect elite quarterbacks. So if I was making moves, it was to get up high in the draft. Um, yeah, usually I do like to collect those, like, all right, I got the 107, 108, 109, 110, 111. Like, that makes me feel good. This year, I don't – yeah, I don't – nah, I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to pay what people want for it, and, it's you know, it's fair. They should go ahead and – they should ask for as much as they can get for a rookie pick. Um, this is when they're yeah. going to get the value. Even third round picks. I traded with Scott Connor uh, yesterday or today. I don't remember, but he wanted to, yeah. you know, he, he wanted to trade into the third round. I was fine with trading out of it and getting a third round next year. Um, you know, most years you want to go, well, no, you give me a second next year because of exactly. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm Net even present fine value. With, yeah, yeah. I'm even fine with kicking the can down the road another year. Um, I know next year's class allegedly isn't great. We'll see what happens when next year um, happens. Yeah, I'm not terribly sad. Yeah, I'm not terribly sad that I moved first and second round picks. I mean, I'm in a lot of leagues where I don't have a first or I don't have a first and a second this year, um, particularly in this draft. And, you know, I'm not as worried about it. I thought at one point, you know, I'll move up. But but like you, I'm going to wait till the draft 
rolls around and see if my guys are in a place, you know, where someone's maybe willing to move the pick or I could just make a, make a blind offer to them. But I mean, um, you know, make an offer when they're either on the clock or just about to be. So I'll have some fun with that. But I mean, I'm not sad that I don't have those picks this year. And a lot of times I try to, like you, I at least try to get more and try to move up, but the quarterbacks are going to be really top heavy in this one. So if you don't have a, a high pick, um, you're not going to get the, you know, a, you're not going to get a, a good quarterback at the end of the first round in this one, even though there's like four or five guys that's top, top loaded for sure. So yeah, I'm fine with that. So why don't you tell us about some more trades that you made? No, we're yeah, gonna please do- come on, man. I haven't made any in a couple days. I think we got a couple of trades. We can rock those out on the patron show. Um, all right. You know, look, I figured because there's two of us, right? I'm just looking at the math. Generally, our shows are like 50 to 55 minutes, right? So if you divide that by three, that's like 19 minutes per person. 19, 18, 36. Yeah, roughly. Um, since we don't have any mic tonight, I'm going to say that we've, we've hit our threshold. Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, well, yeah, we've definitely hit our threshold without Mike. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to end this one, but Hey, I'm going to tell people that we do have a patron, uh, community, uh, the HQ crew, uh, group me chat, uh, unprecedented access to us. I just, I just felt like saying that. I don't really know what that means. Sounds um, really good. Yeah. But you get unprecedented access and unlimited access to us. You get, uh, the uncensored version of this podcast, you get the patron podcast, you get the group me chat. Um, I actually got some envelopes today and you'll be getting swag. Finally. Um, I don't, you're on mute. You're on mute, Jeremy. I don't, I don't want to talk. Dude, I was just going to ask you, you still haven't sent that stuff out to everybody, um, the patrons, our crew. Come on, bro. I might be a little bit of a procrastinator there you go um yeah i have not done well but today i made it a point i said let me go get some envelopes um i got i printed out the addresses i'm going to handwrite them um, proud of you i'm going to handwrite them and i'm going to start sending them out on uh probably monday um so yeah you get hq swag um join now because i'm in a mailing mood so then you'll get <laughs> quickly if you want your stuff you better capitalize on this week when shane finally does it yeah yeah all right. And then what else? We got a store or something, Jeremy? We do have a store. All kinds of great gear at the store. Shirts, hats, stickers, mugs, COVID-19 masks. Um, you name it. It's there. All kinds of great stuff with our new logo, um, the, the Dynasty Trades Dynasty Trades HQ logo. Please stop by. Check out the store. There's got to be something cool for you. That's it. So hopefully Mike, Mike will be back next week. Um I'll be back next week. Jeremy will be back next week. And, and I like when Mike edits. I prefer Mike to edit, just so yeah. you know. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's a lot easier to have someone else do it. So yeah. that that's it for the for, for this episode, HQ Crew. So uh, I don't know. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. See you Say next bye, week. Bye, Shane. Bye, Shane. Bye, Shane.